check. One, one two, two, three. three. Too many rappers and it's still not, not enough MCs. It goes three, three two, two, one. one. MCA, Ad Rock, Mike D. This is how we get it done. Like, ladies and gents, attention. Nas in the house with Beastie Boys. We can turn it out. Perpetrators, we can point them out. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Like a Nexus 6, coming home to foods Handheld, 58 when it's time to get loose We need the ear goggles, looking through the speakers Like a scientist, with tubes and beakers Have MCs up on my house, and fixing bars Bunch of rappers, we going out, going dust Just pass me the sword, I start swinging Just randomly chopping on a crazy ass bitch. Because I'm back with the bang boogie, oogie oogie Strawberry letter 23 like sugar. Oh my god, just look at me Grandpa been rapping since 83 on Supersonic like JJ Fad Crazy ass shit pulling out the bag Don't forget the tartar sauce, yo Cause it's sad, all these crap rappers Been rapping like crap. I crabs. have carte blanche, the vagabond Nas is the narcissist My pockets are roll turn, I'm no killer But compared to you, I'm more realer You ain't a shot, you're a mobster or a drug dealer A slug pillar, you're not Mafioso, no, you ain't got the cutthroat in ya Beginner, I ain't tryna hear your racket You work with police dog, you snitch your rat You wear that jacket How many rappers must get this? Give me eight bars and watch me bless this I start to reminisce, ooh, and I miss The real hip-hop, with which I persist Like rum and mojitos, bullets and bandidos Lots of balls and soup, jackets and truth Just yours, one for the history book Nasty Nas, what's the word? Count it off on the hook Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I am your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting to my right, Eman Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we are here for episode 64. Yes, sir, 64. Uh, 64, so we are actually doing our year-end wrap-up this episode since, uh, you know, we had pretty much the whole month of December off, except for, like, the beginning. Yeah, we, and had, we had a, a guest holiday break in there for yep, us. Yep, and then we had a guest last week, so, yeah, uh, we're doing a wrap-up of the best of the decade, 2010 to 2019, which turned out to be a crazy decade for music. It is. And if you are watching this live right now, episode 60, since we took a little bit of a break and haven't really posted a podcast in a while, I just uploaded episode 62 about five minutes ago. And then tomorrow I will episode or upload episode uh, 63. And then you will get this one, the year end wrap up um, uh, sometime next week. I'll give it a little bit of break in between those two. Um, But anyways, to start off the podcast, that was Too Many Rappers by Beastie Boys and Nas. Uh, the reason I chose that song to start it off with is because that was an album that came out at the top of the decade. That was a 2010 album. Um, and then you'll get something from probably 2015 while we're pouring up our beer and then probably something from 2019 to end the episode. Just a little bit of little time warp there action for you. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about this episode there. It was incredibly hard to choose 20 albums for the entire decade. We have a shitload of honorable mentions, but we're going to only uh, focus on and talk about our top 20. I got I got 23. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, that's you. fine. We, we, we got honorable mentions. And see, there was way too hard for me to even order this list or put it in a like any kind of chronological order for myself. So to save myself a giant headache and wanting to rip the little amount of hair that I still have left in my head out, I did two albums from each year to make it easier for myself. So... 
That is what we're going with. E-Man's format is a little bit different, yeah, I took but that's like fine because 50, that's what makes it fun. I just took 50 from the decade and kind of sorted them all in an order and then kind of selected from there. So there's a lot of honorable mentions, and then there's like 23 of my favorite albums in general. Yep. I thought like 23 is a solid number. That is yeah. for sure. Yeah. But since we got no guest or any of that today, we are going to start off with the beer before we get into our list we got a long that way to go definitely still do and then we do have a long way to go after yeah that. we got a long way to go with this list so might as well just get everything out early there's no something old something new just to get you guys know because yep. there's only something this whole list will be something old, old and something yeah. new. <laughs> yeah i guess something old something new for everybody right <laughs> yes sir so uh what is the we got a cider this week so email why don't you tell them what we got this week so over from our friends at b nectar meadery over in ferndale we have the zombie killer it's a hard cider uh hard cider with uh, honey and cherry uh i really never had this before i really we don't really deal with that many ciders so and i'm not be honest i'm really not the cider guy like i actually don't like sweet drinks at all but i'm like all right let's try something new uh yeah uh give it a shot let's see what we got Yep, for sure. And, and then, then you want to pour it up? You want to give the history of uh, Bee Nectar? Yes, I would love to. Um, first of all, these some of these people, it shows the picture of the three people that started this. The woman looks familiar. I don't know where I'm placing it from, but I don't know. it's weird. That can't be good. No, I don't know. I, she, she, I just feel like I've seen her somewhere before. Even this dude does, too. I don't know. But first anyways, of all, I just want to let throw, before you get into that, I love the artwork on this bottle. Like, I really did. I didn't even see it. Oh, that is sick. Yeah, that's pretty tight. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah, for those, for those guys, uh, you know, watching along live on the, on the, on the book there. Well, anyways, here is the story between behind the bee nectar meadery, as they call it. Um, it says guided by uh, guided by a geeky imagination influenced by sub pop culture and never satisfied with no status quo. Bee nectar aims to bring a modern twist on mead as well as diversity or uh, as Divert, yeah, divert. Wow, I cannot speak. Diversify mead, cider, and beer. Bee Nectar Meadery was founded in 2006 by Brad and Carrie Dahlhofer. I'm going to go with that. Um, With the help of their good pal, Paul Zimmerman. Brad has been an avid home brewer since 1998, making beers, meads, ciders, and wine for his own enjoyment. When Brad and Carrie got married in 2005, he made a mead to toast with her at the wedding and received great reviews from the guests. Jokingly, he said he'd someday open a meadery. Paul, a longtime friend and fellow home brewer, soon began making meads along with Brad and the Dahlhofer, in the Dahlhofer's basement. Their meads quickly began winning awards at home brewing competitions. In the summer of 2006, Carrie was laid off from her job. While sipping a glass of vanilla cinnamon mead made by Brad, she thought, why not try and sell this? It was that it was then that these three decided to take their mead making to the next level. In the spring of 2008, Brad fell victim to layoffs, and the three worked night and day to prepare their opening. After nearly two years since the inception, Bee Nectar finally opened its doors in August of 2008, National Mead Day. Bee Nectar's session meads and hard ciders are now shaping the craft revolution. To say it's been a long road from home brewing days would be a tremendous understatement, but Bee Nectar continues to increase the production capacity and is currently the largest meadery in the United States. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Bee Nectar was the first meadery to join the ranks of the top 100 best breweries in the world um, by ratebeer.com. Proud of this story as they may be, they put a lot of effort into not taking themselves too seriously. That's pretty cool. I like that story. 
Um, yeah, so let's give this a little bit of a try. And as I was saying, we like the were... rosy color here it has to. What's that? Like the rose kind of like the rose color yeah. to it. It's kind of nice. It is kind of nice. Yeah. Let's see. What was I gonna play here? Oh yeah, I got you. To jump to 2015, switch up the vibe since we started a little bit of rap here. I'm gonna go with some rock music for this next one. Let's see discography, the waterfall. This track is called "The Waterfall" by My Morning Jacket, one of my favorite indie rock bands. Bam. Cheers. waterfall off of uh the album called the waterfall as well um from 2015 uh my morning jacket man and they, they haven't had a new album out i don't think since that one so hopefully we get a new mmj album in this uh 2020 coming up 
Um, at the end of the episode, we might touch on a couple of things we're excited for in 2020. A lot of, a lot of upcoming up. albums and a lot of hopeful albums that I'm, I'm, I'm hoping people put out that have been teased for a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That cider's delicious, bro. Yeah, it is. I got, really I got good. no faults with it. I don't even like. I, like my one of my things is I don't like sweet shit at all. Yeah, and that's actually really good. It's really As you tolerable. Can tell I hated mine. Oh, you <laughs> hated it so much. You drank it all just out of hate. I don't normally though with ciders. I kind of like a drier tasting cider. Uh oh. Um, time out. Let's make sure that that didn't just go into sleep mode on us. <laughs> all righty gotta check this out but back to the cider uh yeah it's not it's not really that like it's not really overpowering sweet by any means it's really it's not it has like a tartness to it like kind of like a kombucha style like tartness to it it's really good man it's really smooth drinkable yeah yeah i usually like mine a little bit drier but that one was that was i don't know that was really good um let me what was the apb on that uh according to untapped it is give me one second Maybe five seconds. Five point five percent ABV, no nice. IBUs. So it's not uh not too strong, which is kind of nice. Not too I'm, strong and not bitter at all. Yep, which I like it. So so drinkable. Good job, B Nectar. We like it. We approve. Um, but yeah. So let's just get right into it, huh? Let is get into it. Um. So, do you want to go back and forth, each reading one from... Each reading one? Yeah. I think, we, I think we should ramble off our honorable mentions first, and then go to the list. Honorable mentions, and then go... Yeah, that's a good idea. Ramble like off that. honorable mentions, and like then go that. to the met. Yeah, like, so, if both of us have a, a ton of honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the plan is, I'm just we're just going to name them all off, not talk about them at all. Uh, we're, you know, besides mention them, but... We'll talk about a little bit about everyone on the actual list. Yep. That sounds good? Oh, that sounds All great right. to me. Cool. Uh, you want to start off? Sure. My honorable mentions for the year of 2010 was Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted what? Fantasy. Yes, sir. That didn't make the list? It, well, it's, I mean, it's an honorable mention, bro. I got to pick what? 20 albums, man. <laughs> it's my list, not your list. Okay. Um, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is one of my honorable mentions. Yay Sayer Odd Blood is one of my honorable mentions. Uh, Drake Thank Me Later is one of my honorable mentions. Bruno Mars Doo-Wops and Hooligans is one of them. Uh, the Black Keys Brothers. Uh, and that was mine for 2010. So I'll pass it over to you to read off a few of yours. All right. So I'll just read it from the top. I got RTJ2 from 2012, Run the Jewels. Yes, sir. Blank Face Schoolboy Q, 2016. Apollo Brown, Sincerely Detroit, 2019. Nice. Uh, Eve, uh, Rhapsody, 2019. Nice. And I will go with Compton by Dr. Dre in 2015. Sweet. Um, keeping it going with 2011 for me. Um, you heard it a little bit on the beginning of there. Beastie Boys, Hot Sauce Committee Part 2, which holds a special place to me, too, because that was the last album they put out together before uh, MCA died. So rest in peace, MCA. Um and then I also have Arctic Monkeys, Suck It and See, Royce and Eminem, Bad Meets Evil, The Hell of the Sequel, uh, the Bon Iver self-titled album, Jay-Z and Kanye West, Watch the Throne, uh, St. Vincent, Strange Mercy, J. Cole, A Sideline Story, Drake, Take Care. Uh, that was mine for 2011. All right. So from 2015, I got Travis Scott Rodeo. I got 2016. I will talk about 
Uh, My Name is Human by Highly Suspect. Uh, 2012, I got Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. Uh, 2018, I got Oxnard by Anderson Pac. Uh, 2019, I got Bandana by uh, fuck Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. Thank nice. you. I I couldn't think of Mad Lib's name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. And continuing into 2012, I've got a ton of honorable mentions, so I'll rattle off 12 and 13. Um, in 2012, I got Killer Mike rap music, which is actually kind of where Run the Jewels form because it was Killer Mike's album, but the whole thing was produced by LP. And he was like, man, this is the music I should be making my whole life. Exactly. Um, then I got Alt J, An Awesome Wave, Nas, Life is Good, Grizzly Bear, Shields, Tame Impala, Lonerism. Um, and then for ter- 2013, I got Toro Imoy, Everything in Return, Adams for Peace, uh, which I think is Amok was the name of the album. I got David Bowie, The Next Day, Justin Timberlake, The 2020 Experience. Great James album. Blake, yeah, it is. James Blake, um, Overgrown, Chance the Rapper, Acid Rap, Classics, Hanging Gardens, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, Like Clockwork, Mac Miller, Watching Movies with the Sound Off, ASAP Ferg, Trap Lord, Earl Sweatshirt, Doris, uh, Janelle Monet, Monet, The Electric Lady, Arctic Monkeys, AM, Pusha T, My Name is My Name, Childish Gambino, Because of the Internet, Run the Jewels, One, um, and that was that for 2013 and 2012. All right. Uh, let's go two from last year. I have We Are Not Your Kind by Slipknot. I have mm-hmm. Igor by Tyler the Creator. Mm-hmm. 2016, I have Anti by Rihanna. 2018, I got Attention, Attention by Shinedown. 2013, I got Kanye West Yeezus. And last, well, two years ago, 2018, I have Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle. Nice. Yeah, that's a great album, too. Shit, I hope I put that, remember to put that on there. Some of them I may have left off on accident, so. I forgot Arctic Monkeys, and you named that, too. I'm like, I like the AM a lot, actually. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great album. Um, Continuing along in the years, in 2014, I had James Vincent McMorrow's Post Tropical, uh, St. Vincent self-titled album, Schoolboy Q, Oxymoron, um future islands singles mac demarco salad days leaky lee i never learn umphreys mcgee similar skin alt j this is all yours tom york's tomorrow's or modern boxes vince staples hell can wait uh j cole forest hills drive prime one uh d'angelo uh black messiah and then continuing into 15 i got joey badasses before the I think it's called Before the Money. Um, Action Bronson's Mr. Wonderful, Toro Moy for What, Alabama Shakes, Sound and Color, My Morning Jacket, The Waterfall, Kamazi Washington, The Epic, Vince Staples, Summertime 06, Dr. Dre's Compton, uh, The Weeknd, Beauty Behind the Madness, J-Rocks, 90059, Mac Miller, Good A.M., Youth Lagoon, Savage Hills, Ballroom, Bryson Tiller, Trap Soul, The Game, Documentary Part 2, Pusha T, Darkest Before Dawn. That was for 2014 and 15 for me. All right. Honorable mentions. 2010, I got Drake, Thank Me Later. 2013, Because of the Internet, Childish Gambino. Uh, 2015, as you said earlier, Vince Staples, Summertime 06. I have 2018, I got Mac Miller Swimming. And 2019, Ventura by Anderson Pac. 
Nice. nice. Actually, I got one more too. Sorry, Blonde, twenty sixteen, Frank Ocean, and yes, I think that's sir. that's all my uh, that's all my mentions. mentions. Well, then I'm just gonna rifle down the rest of mine, which I have quite a bit, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in going on to two thousand and sixteen, I've got Kendrick Lamar's Untitled Unmastered, Gallant Ology, who he's an R and B singer. If you're not, I'm, some of them, I'll tell you what they are, just in case you're not familiar. Gallant's an R and B singer who was really dope, had a high pitched voice. Um, James Blake. The Color in Anything, Catronada, 99.9%, uh, Radiohead, A Moonshaped Pool, Chance the Rapper, Coloring Book, Blood Orange, Freetown Sound, Schoolboy Q, Blank Face, uh, Frank Ocean Blonde, like he just said, Glass Animals, How to Be a Human Being, uh, Angel Olsen, My Woman, Isaiah Rashad, The Sun's Tirade, which could have easily Great been album. one of my favorites. I probably yeah, I actually about that one. I probably actually listened to that more than anything that year. But 2016 was a fucking insane year. Man, I forgot so it was about really that hard album. Really hard for me to pick out the next one. And then all the following one, also I probably listened to a ton more than a lot of these. Mac Miller's The Divine Feminine, which Great is album like too. one of the most beautiful things ever. Danny Brown Atrocity Exhibition, uh, Bon Iver 22 A Million. Solange, a seat at the table. Big baby drum. Uh, Joe Budden, raging in, rage and the machine. Um, another one that could easily been picked for that year for me because it was the last uh, official Tribe Called Quest album before we lost um, Fife Dog. So that was thank you for your service. We got it from here. Uh, Black came out in 2016 with Free Black. Bruno Mars, 24 Karat Magic. Childish Gambino, Awaken My Love. Uh, J. Cole, For Your Eyes Only, Kid Cudi, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying. Oh, that's a great album. And that was just 2016. I couldn't, <laughs> dude, I couldn't even think of, holy shit. <laughs> you know, crazy. I didn't, I did not know which Cudi to put on my list, so I left him completely <laughs> off. But yes, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying, and I would go into Cut as another one I would give an honorable mention to. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving right along into 2017 honorable mentions, you got Sampa, Process 7, or Process uh, Sid, Finn, Jadena, The Chief, Dirty Projector's self-title album, um, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Flying Micro- Microtronal Banana, um, and Thundercat Drunk, which could have easily Shit. been one of my picks for that, because I, I actually had that down for my pick, and then something else popped up, so I had to switch it. I Yeah, that, I, that, <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm going to throw that in my honorable mention as well. Thank for you. Sure. <laughs> um, Khaled, American Teen. J.I.D., The Never Story, Valerie June, The Order of Time, which if you're into folk music and you never heard of Valerie June, go check that shit out. Her voice is amazing. Um, Your Old Droog, Pax, Drake, More Life, Gold Link, At What Cost, Raekwon, The Wild, Jamiroquai, Automation, Father John Misty, Pure Comedy, Joey Badass, All-American Badass. Kendrick Lamar, Damn, which could have easily made my list, too, because that album is fucking phenomenal, and I listened to that a shitload, but he's already on my list. So I don't feel that bad about leaving him off on this year. Um, Talib Kweli and Styles P, The Seven, uh, Gorillas, Humans, Wale, Shine, The Underachievers, Renaissance, Phoenix, Tayamo, SZA, Control, 2 Chains, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, uh, Big Boy, Boomiverse, Fleet Foxes, Crack Up, Joyner Lucas, that phone number album, the one I forget what the actual phone number is, but it's like 507, whatever, whatever. It's got a bunch of great songs. Winter Blues is like my anthem right now. 
Um, Another King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album, Modern of the Universe. Finn Staples, Big Fish Theory. Wow, Big Fish Theory, which could have another been one of my picks because that album is phenomenal. Um, Jay-Z, 444. Vic Mensa, The Autobiography. ASAP Ferg, Still Striving. Queens of the Stone Age, Villains. Sabrina Claudio, About Time. Uh, St. Vincent, Mass Mass Education. Big Crit, Forever is a Mighty Long Time. Uh, Fabulous and Jadakiss, Friday on Elm Street. And that closes out 2017's Monorable Mentions for me. All right, I'm going to give you a little break real quick. Go ahead, please. I I, I said originally I had 23. I'm going to just name off four albums I totally forgot about. I'm going to just make it 20 and just just kill off the bottom three. Mm Mm-hmm. Denzel Curry, Taboo, 2018. Oh, yeah. Anderson <laughs> Pac, Malibu, 2016. Yeah. And then 21 Pilots, Blurry Face, 2015. Nice. And then also Eagle Death by uh, the Internet. Internet, 2015. Yes, sir. That's another good one. Um, moving along into 2018's honorable mention, I got Logics by Bobby Tarantino 2, Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy, Kali Yuchi's Isolation, uh, J. Cole's King of the or KOD, um, Janelle Monet's Dirty Computer, uh, Belly's Dove, Leon Bridges' Good Thing, Arctic Monkeys' Trans- Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, Courtney Barnett's Tell Me How You Really Feel, Parquet Court's Wide Awake, ASAP Rocky Testing, Pusha T Daytona. If Father, you know, you know. If you know, you know. Father John Misty, God favors customer or God's favorite customer. Uh, J Rock Redemption. Tiana Taylor, keep that same energy. Which I listened to that album probably more than a lot in 2018 as well. But so that could have been one of my picks. But we'll stick with honorable mention. Um, Gorillas, the now now, the internet hive mind. Denzel Curry's Taboo, as Eman just mentioned. Uh, Travis Scott Astro World. Death Cab for Cutie, Thank You for Today, White Denim Performance, uh, Eminem Kamikaze, Logic, Young Sinatra 4. Great album. Um, Neo Saturn, Anderson Pox, Oxnard, J.I.D. DiCaprio Part 2, Meek Mill Championships, James Blake. Assu- oh, that's uh, that was it for 2018. And then finally, to wrap these up, which is, I don't have that many more honorable mentions, I promise. But I just want you guys to hear all these, so if you want to go back and listen to a bunch of great music that you might not have heard of, you can rifle through some of these. Um, Moving into 2019, James Blake, Assume Form, Toro Imoy, uh, Outer Peace, Boogie, Everything is for Sale. Great album. Great album. That could have been on one of my picks, too. Um, Don Richard, New Breed. If you don't remember Don Richard, she was in the Danity Kane with all them uh, chicks that da- P. Diddy made the group of and then went on to make like phenomenal solo music. So check her out. It's very New Orleans. Um, uh, the Tedeschi Trucks Band, Signs, Gary Clark Jr., This Land. Great album, too. Yep. Lizzo, Cause I Love You. Fuck, I forgot to leave that. I forgot to put that on my list. And yes, that's also one of be my one of my album mentions. Great album. <laughs> For the third time <laughs> on my list, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Fishing for Fishes, Schoolboy Q's Crash Talk, Tyler the Creator's Igor, Flying Lotus, Flamagra, Denzel Curry's Zoo, Goldlink, Diaspora, um, Hot Chip, A Bathtub Full of Ecstasy, Nas, The Lost Tapes Part 2, um, Bon Iver, I, I, 
Brittany Howard, the singer from Alabama Shakes, Jamie, um, The Babies, Kirk, uh, Sturgill Simpson, Sound and Fury, Danny Brown, Know What I'm Saying, Beck, uh, Hyperspace, and Catronada's Bubba. And that is it for my. my I listened to Crash Mentions. Talk quite a bit too this year. Oh, um, I, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't have forgot about that. I literally listened to Gang Gang today. Actually, but since we're doing that, I guess we can get into the regular list, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, since you're you know fussing with that, you want me to kick it off? Yeah. All righty. We are good. All right. So I'm gonna kick it off with number twenty. Anyone want to keep bouncing it back off? 20, 2020, 1919? Yeah, that works. Uh, so uh, for me, mine are in order by uh, year, as you heard. So I'm going to go from newest to oldest. So I'm going to start with year of 2019. He's just going to start with number 20 on his list. And yeah, what you got? Number 20. This was hard because it was a three-part thing. So I couldn't really pick the year, but I'll, I'll pick the year that the first one came out, which was House of Balloons. I decided to go with Trilogy by the Weekend. Oh, nice! That's kind of a, a an awesome cheat because it has like technically three albums. Yeah, but it, it is, is one album. It's it is three album. albums, but it's one album. Because <laughs> I was just gonna go House of Balloons by itself, and I was like, man, I do like some stuff on Thursday and Echoes of Silence too, so it's kind of hard to pick it. I'm like, oh yeah, they're combined, so there we go. But yeah, uh, this was my introduction to the weekend. And then, I mean, I never really listened to him until, like, Beauty Behind the Madness. Like, listen, listen to him. Mm-hmm. Then I went back and listened to the sound. I'm like, dude, this is the shit. That's when this he was like, that he's kind of like a more sexual version of Michael Jackson. Yeah, like, for sure. Kind of similar voice darker, infliction, but darker. For sure, yeah. darker. Um, and, like, my, I always say The weekend is probably the closest thing we'll get, like, voice-wise, we'll get to Michael Jackson. I ever. agree, man. Yeah. And I'm really excited about his the new music he's working on, too, because it seems like he's going back to that, like, dark, gritty R&B that's kind of fucked up. He likes talking about drugs. I did like his know. cameo in Uncut Gems, speaking of which. Yeah, he was in Uncut Gems. There was a whole scene with that where he got into a fight with... Uh, he got, oh, yeah. like got into a fight with him, yeah. That's right. There was a That's whole funny. scene with it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think Uncut Gems was as good as people th- said it was, by the way. I kind of just really pissed I me know. off. I know. <laughs> what are you doing, I know? No. It was, so, we'll, it's we'll, stressful to watch, dude. It's, it's it like, gives me anxiety. Really, me I don't too. think... I think it was an okay movie. Do I think Adam Sandler should have got an Oscar for it? Which he didn't, by the way. He's not, he's not, even, he's not even nominated. I know he should have got a nom for it. I don't think so, man. I think he did a good job. I'm 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 more upset that Taron Edgerton got snubbed than he did from Rocket Man. Oh yeah, I still haven't seen Rocket Man. He won a Golden Globe for Best Actor, but he got snubbed at the Oscars. Mm, yeah, yeah. The Oscars are uh, like a bunch of white dudes again. So, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, here's the really, thing: if it's you a, look at the movies that came out for though, the first time, it's actually shit people watches though. Yeah, like because there's always true. been indie stuff. Now it's actually stuff people watch. Like once my time in Hollywood's in there. We are getting off topic. We have not enough time to yeah, do that's this. Okay. All right, <laughs> so yeah, we are getting. Off. So that is your number twenty. Mine's not in any particular order. Mine is just in order by years. So starting with 2019, um, one of my favorite albums that came out this year was called "Chasing Summer" by Sir. Um, if you're unfamiliar with Sir, he is the resident r&b artist on uh the top dog entertainment label tde that has kendrick and j-rock and schoolboy Q not SZA? And soul and Z- well yeah i guess not SZA SZA? okay I guess SZA too. uh SZA and lance skywalker and i think there's a couple of, oh and isaiah rashad yeah but um yeah chasing St- summer is sir's third studio album it was released on august 30th this year um it's got guest verses from kendrick little wayne jill scott Simino, 
uh, Kaja Bonet, Sabrina Claudio, which the song with Sabrina Claudio is one of my favorites. And then, oh, label mate, I forgot to mention Zachariah, too, is also on TDE as well. Um, I really, really, really love this album. It's like, it gives me like a calling back to like real R&B music. Like it's not, uh, like we just mentioned how we like the kind of fucked up stuff that The Weeknd does. This has more of like an authentic R&B feel to it. And it's like, it was perfect for the time it came out. It came out just as the weather was changing. So the song titles per or the album titles perfect with Chasing Summer. Um, it's just really, really good. Sir's become one of my favorite artists over the last like five years. I think the first time I heard him was actually on a record um, called uh, New L.A. with Anderson Pac. And he's just since then has become one of my favorites. And his brother actually just won that um, the Rhythm and Flow show on Netflix. Uh, D Smoke is his brother, uh, his older brother. So I was really excited about that. Um you got a lot of the in-house producers from TDE that did the uh, did the album, and you got some other ones too, like Boy Wanda. But yeah, that was my first pick. At All I guess right. you could say at number twenty, but it's just really just in order. So that's a 2019 pick. And moving back along to you, my friend. Looks like my next four are from the same year, which is totally <laughs> fine. So <laughs> it's fine. okay with me. That was a yeah. crazy year. Uh, I'm gonna go probably one of the most popular, like Spot of Masses pick. Uh, I decided to go 2018. I went with a- uh, Travis Scott's Astro World at my nice. 19. Actually, that was one of my honorable mentions. It was one of your honorable mentions. So everything about this album, I fucking love. Like from the artwork, I love the background of it because it's about the six packs theme, the Six Flags theme park that closed down in Houston, yeah, like back what? in uh. Was it o- actually called Astro World? Yeah, it was called Astro World. Yeah, 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 back in like I think it got closed in what 2005 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, start to finish, this whole album's like a fucking roller coaster from like stargazing all the way to like the middle of the track, like and just packed with a bunch of features. Like, I mean, obviously, Sicko Mode was like the standout oh, yeah, track. Sure. Me, per- it wasn't my personal favorite track. I think my personal favorite track off there was probably. <sighs> I'm gonna say Stop Trying to Be God, man. That is, I- I'm that, gonna go with that one, actually. And plus, you, it probably resonates a little different from you because you, you got, got to see the live show too. Oh man, yeah, we got. I got to see it live uh, last year, like when he came to Little Caesars. And he had the Dude, whole it was so set up and everything. Didn't that he? shit was wild. He had that. He had the Moon Man. He had all that stuff. Yeah. But no, man, it was it was a wild show. Travis Scott's probably one of my favorite performers to see live. The dude has the most production value of, I've seen in a long time. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I thought his uh, and we we've talked about and his it documentary here. was yeah, pretty was wild too. Yeah. To watch from like 2014 where there was like three pe- or 15 people in the crowd. Crowd, few of them being his friends to like watching how ape shit people go at his concerts now is pretty wild i think it inspired me to want to push at this podcast more because who knows it'd be a few listeners this year and tons next year you know what i mean yeah we're, we're slowly growing every year i think Straight it's up. every uh every week actually it's lit <laughs> <laughs> and astro world sounds amazing in a fucking car with oh it turned God. up real loud <laughs> i could literally be in any mood and listen to that album it's such it's so fucking dope <laughs> For sure. All right, let's kick it back over to you. So for me, for my second album that I picked that came out in 2019 is an an artist who's become honestly probably my favorite in music right now, which is Anderson Pac with Ventura, which was Great album. the second album he put out um, within two years. I think uh, Oxnard Bad came Oxnard. out in 2018, and then this one came out in 2019. Well, also one of my both were animal mentions for me. Yeah, they were for sure. And I mean, Ventura is awesome because it's, I like this wheelhouse of Anderson Pac more where it's more of like the R&B ish. I mean, he's still rapping on there a little bit, but it's more R&B, more like soulful. 
Won't and I mean, he's got like, yeah, he's got those track with Smokey Robinson on there. It opens up with the one of my favorite features of the whole, or one of my favorite verses of the whole year by Andre Three Thousand. Um, he's also got Layla Hathaway, who I'm a big fan of. Everything that she does is great. Jasmine Sutherland, uh, Sonia Elise, Brandy is on there. Jet Black Hair, that's one of my favorites on there. And he's got an unreleased um, Nate Dog verse on there, which I thought was pretty cool too, which I'm sure was gifted to him by Dr. Dre himself because Dr. Dre mixed and mastered the whole thing. Um, the singles on there were the one with um, Smokey Robinson, Make It Better, and uh, King James, which is the song he kind of dedicated to LeBron James. Um, it is actually up for some Grammys this year coming up, and it uh, was in the top 10 on the Billboard charts this year. Well, Ventura? Yeah, it's up oh, for uh, best R and B album in the twenty twenty Grammys. Fuck yeah, baby. good for him. Yep, so I'm excited for him for that. Um, yeah, I mean, if you haven't heard it by now, I'm I'm sure you've. If you're friends with me, you've seen it on my Instagram story because I'm constantly putting uh, AP stuff on mine, and I just think he's so talented. We we both have seen the I've live seen show. Live. Oh now. man, that I went was on the so Oxnard good. tour and on the Ventura tour with E Man, and. Uh, it's just such. It's crazy to see how far his performance has come. I mean, he's rapping, rap, dancing, playing the drums, everything. He's he got, got a whole a production section now. It's just fucking. It's really awesome, and I love that he still rocks with the same band that he started with, being the Free Nationals, who also uh, dropped their album this year. Oh shit, that would be one of my honorable budgets for this year. I forgot to Free National album. Free yeah, National I forgot about album, that one. Um, which has also the first verse out of Mac Miller after he passed away. So, shout out to the Free Nationals as well. Um, but yeah, so those are my two picks for 2019 would be Ventura and Chasing Summer. Real quick, uh, going back to Astroworld just because I forgot I'll talk about it. Dude had uh, Stevie Wonder play the harmonica on sure Stop did. Trying to Be God. Totally put, forgot about that. He put auto-tune on Stevie Wonder's <laughs> harmonica for Christ's sake. That's a boss move, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's, the, what's the producer's name? Fuck. Uh, on what? The producer, the the main guy who executive produced Astroworld, the white dude. I can't, I cannot think of his name. It's, dr- it's driving me up a wall. Mike Dean, Mike oh, Dean, okay. yeah, yeah. Mike Dean did some crazy ass work on that. But I'm gonna talk about my uh, my next album. So this would technically be number seventeen on my list. It's probably the most creative album. Honestly, this is genuinely the most creative album I heard, just because not necessarily because of the length. Because of the versatility and everything that she did on it, I'm gonna go with Tierra Whack Whack World nice. for 2017. Solid. Oh man, just the video concept and everything because it was the all one long like concept. But if you guys are not familiar with Tierra Whack, she Whack World came out uh, 2018, May 30th, 2018. Each track, it's a 15 track album. Each track is exactly one minute long. The whole album lasts 15 minutes. Everything's a different style. And it's literally one of the most creative things I've ever heard, like in the recent like in my my recent like music listening life. I would say, like just that the whole video production that went behind it, man, it was it was a really good album, and I expect great things for her going in the near future. Uh, where she's from? I think she's from like Philly or something like that. Yeah, she's from yeah, Philly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was interesting to me too because like. Some of those songs, it left you craving more. And I think that was, she did that on purpose because then after that, like slowly after that, she started putting out these more full length um, songs. But that really is a really cool concept and a really cool album. And she, 
she can hang amongst the dudes. You know what I mean? Tierra Whack and rap with these guys. Like only here, child. So. This wasn't on Whack World, but that single she released after that only child was so fucking dope. Yeah, really I, I really expect some great things for Tierra Whack. And in she the put future. out that really dope. Um, like that was right around the time of the controversy where um. Who was it? Jermaine Dupree was saying that women are only rapping about their ass and tits and they're oh, not really yeah. giving a whole lot of content. And then she just bodied that freestyle, kind of just shutting him up right in his place. So, um, yeah, shout out to Tierra Whack. Um, so, kick it down for me. Now I'm on to 2018. And this was probably my favorite. I think actually, when we did our year end review last year, this was my number one of 2018. And that is from the hometown hero himself. Uh, Royce the five nine with Book of Ryan. Ooh, um, okay. I noticed am, that wasn't on either one of our honorable mentions for a reason. Yep, nope, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, Book of Ryan is honestly at the time Royce had just turned, I think, forty when he put it out, which is crazy to me because he dropped his best album in two thousand or in two thousand eighteen at forty years old. Um, I think he's one of the best rappers of all time. I think he's probably the best living rapper, in my opinion. Agreed. Um, he's we're probably a little more. biased because he's a Detroit boy. He used to record here in the studio that we record our podcast at, so we can feel his presence in here when we're recording our podcast. But, um, I mean, he just did a really great job with this album. It was super, super personal. Um, he talked a lot about his life and his family life and everything that they went through. It's actually his seventh studio album. It was released on my sister's birthday, May 4th. Um, and it was actually done at his own studio that he opened up that year at Heaven Studios. Um, and making guest appearances on there, you had M, you had J. Cole, you had Pusha T, Jada, Fab, T-Pain, Logic, and even Robert Glasper played piano on there. Um, and then you had some of the... Um, some local Detroit uh, artists that we're fans of too. You had Shavish Chandler on there. You had uh, Ashley, Ashley Sorrell on there. Oh, Melanie Rutherford, Marsha Ambrosius on there. Well, he's not on now. He's not on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. He's not on there. And then he had some production by Mr. Porter, who was always working with them. S1, who works with him and M a lot. Dude, my favorite track on there is probably uh, Cocaine. Yeah, Cocaine. Yeah, is Cocaine is probably my favorite track. Deep. On there. That's a great record. Yeah, Boy Wanda, Cool and Dre. Um, DJ Khalil, Frank Dukes. It was just a great, great piece of work um, by Royce, and I'm super excited for the project that he will be releasing here. Uh, shit, in a couple weeks, right? Doesn't it come out soon? Yes, and then one thing I totally forgot about, uh, Prime does make my honorable mention. I think Prime, I meant, did Prime I mention Prime? Uh, you Prime, mentioned one. Yeah, Prime was, uh, Prime. actually, both of their albums yeah, should be I, I, Yeah, I, I totally forgot to mention Prime, but yeah, him and Premiere, that was, that was a great project. Yep. Uh, so I guess it's back on me. Yes, sir. All right. So one of my favorite artists, like period. And the fact that the fact that this dude has such a great evolution over his career from like where he started, like 2009, 2010 to where he is now is absolutely outstanding. How polar opposites he became to, you know, how, where he was and where he came. Cause it was more of like a, more of like different content, different lyric content, different production. I decided to go to 2017. I went with Tyler Crater's Flower Boy for 2017. Nice. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Oh, totally changed up his man. Style. Holy shit. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I was not expecting an album like this at all. Mm -hmm. So uh, this was like his first mainstream album, I'm pretty sure, too, right? I think because I know he was doing everything independent all the way up until 
I forget, I think I don't know if this was Cherry Bomb was his ind- first independent one, but I mean first mainstream one. Yeah. Either way, uh, this is the first one I actually got him like you know like on the radio and stuff like that with uh, that was song with Kelly Uchis. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. That's a great time. Uh, Bootsy Collins is on that Bootsy too. Bootsy Collins is on it. Uh, you got Little Wayne. You got Jaden Smith. Got Rex Orange County, Frank Ocean, ASAP Rocky. Uh, this, I, I mean, everything from like the artwork to like the production, everything. I, I do. I love this fucking album. It's just like a constant like song straight through or constant like vibe straight through. It showed a lot uh, of growth too for Tyler because Tyler was kinda, he, he, was, had, he, he was went from like a, a, a horrorcore lane to like this, and it was like, dude, I don't. Holy shit. Like, uh, I mean, just to hear, like, the production from, like, say, like, a goblin or, like, a bastard, which bastard, I would actually put in my honorable mentions, too, to be honest with you, from 2010. Uh, from the, like, the evolution from that to this, just, like, the act- like just the content, man. He just went, like, smoother, like, laid back, like, type shit. And then, like, dude, this is... Yeah, this is where you should. Yep. This is the music you've been shouldn't make in your whole life, dude. Yep, I agree with you. I think that's when he really found his uh, his niche and his lane, and that kind of led into um, his the production and vibe that was going to go into Igor, which was even more. It was even stranger and more of a. It a, went a way more experimental. You know yeah, I mean? it's more of like he's singing and using a lot of effects on his voice. So I think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff from Tyler to come in the in his uh career because he's still just getting started i would put you know like him gambino mac miller i would put them in the wheelhouse of just like people who just did a complete 180 for yeah. the most part but he really did a complete fucking 180 uh, i agree <laughs> uh, I agree. which uh that's funny that you mentioned that because that is a nice little segue into my next album out of 2018 uh my second pick for 2018 would be the final album of Mac oh. Miller's while he was still alive, which was Mac Miller's Swimming. Amazing um, album. It's just a super beautiful album to me. I think it, it was just, um, it really made me sad when he passed because this is this album to me was like, holy shit, Mac Miller. I mean, the Divine Feminine started it for me where I'm like, man, he's really get, showed a lot of growth in getting into this whole new style of music where he's, I mean, he's arranging string string quartets and he's, all this production value and he's playing piano and guitar and bass and drums and you know he's just his production and all that just really came a far away in this um and it was really a reflection on his life at the time he had been going through some stuff and you can just tell you can hear it in the lyrics you can tell when he's rapping and singing about it's got um a, a bunch of great guest verses on there you got dev hines who's like one of my favorite musicians j cole damn funk uh, Fly Low was on there, Cardo, uh, Snoop Dogg, Sid, Thundercat, JID. I mean, you even had uh, a guest verse or a guest um, uh, guitar part from John Mayer on there. I just was um, really, really impressed by this piece of work by Mac Miller, and which is pretty cool to mention too, is the, something that we're looking forward to for 2020. Next week. Or, yeah, next no, week. This yeah, week. This week. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah. January 17th. His mom released a statement that at the time of Mac's passing, he was well into making a companion album that was supposed to go along with swimming called Circles, the concept being swimming in circles. Um, there was, the, what's that? There was a good couple, there was a good like almost couple months we did not mention Mac. We, we always mentioned Mac at least once oh, on yeah, the podcast. For sure we did. That's how influential he was, man. Like I had, Dude, I, I actually don't have swimming on my top 20, and the reason being is that 
there's one album I liked a little bit more, but Swimming was just way, like when I was going through my shit last year, mm-hmm. it was one of my favorite. I mean, it was just one of the albums I was like, man, I, from start to finish, man, 2009, for instance, hits me so hard every oh time I listen God, to I it. Uh, the Tiny Desk concert to it and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, Thundercat on but, it. Yeah, but to add to what you were saying about the uh, about the album Circles that comes out this week, so Max Estate, which is I guess his mom and dad, I'm assume, mm-hmm. released a statement that uh, companion album to Swimming called Circles, and the concept was supposed to be swimming in circles, mm-hmm. which I I'm looking forward to hearing this week. I know Neil is too. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. His he had a he has a guy that he'd been working on a lot of music with. I forget his name, John something. Um, I forget his last name. You can find it on the Instagram post that his mom put out on Mac Miller's page. Um, but I guess this guy had, him him and Mac had written a lot of music together, produced a lot of music together, and this guy had spent the last year finishing the album. And I guess Mac had almost finished it, but this guy had finished it up, and so it'll be coming out next week, which uh, him and I are both really excited to hear. So those were my two albums from 2018. be Royce Brooke Orion and Mac Miller's Swimming. Back over to you, my friend. All right, give me one second. Pull up the history. Actually, I will talk about it. Uh, another female MC on my list that I'm really happy about. I'm really happy to talk about because this is overall one of my favorite albums of that year. Uh, she was nominated for a Grammy that, that year, but I think lost to Kendrick Lamar's Damn, if I'm not mistaken. So that was, what, 2017, I want to say? So we're going to go Rhapsody's Layla Wisdom. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to put that on one of my honorable missions. Or honorable mentions. Um, yeah, that's a great album. So, if you guys are familiar with the Netflix show, uh, what was it? Damn. Uh, the one where they had all the rappers, like Logic and stuff on there, Rhapsody had episode. Rapture. Rapture, yeah. So, it was like, I think it was like a Nas, like Mass Appeal show or something like that. But yeah, Rapture. Rhapsody has her own episode. And that's kind of what got me into like going digging into her. I watched that, like, that, uh, that one. I'm like, okay, let's check out what Lay- Layla's Wisdom was about. I went back and listened to it. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I, and I did not stop listening to it for at least a few months, man. Yeah. And then she has that whole uh, production with uh, Jam Latine with uh, Knife Wonder and, mm-hmm. and Jay-Z. Man, start to finish, this whole album is just such a good, just a, such a good ride, man. Uh, that single Sassy on there, just like, Sassy that's just awesome. such a vibe, dude. Uh, I thought on there is crazy. So many, the one with Kendrick on there, too, and Lance Skywalker. Yeah. BJ Chicago Kid, Music Soul Child, Anderson Pac. Uh oh, uh, yeah, Black what was it? Uh Black and Ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I think that's probably call me Black and Ugly. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of my favorite tracks on that project. Uh I really most of the dudes in the game in my opinion. Yeah, Rhapsody can rap her ass off, man. I mean, going back to you know what? Actually, uh Cooley High follows me on Instagram. Cooley High and oh, Fooler nice. and Foolery. Yeah, they actually both follow me on Instagram. That's sick. Yeah. That's sweet. Well yeah, shout out to those guys, man. I just it was cool. Like the whole North Carolina scene, her J. Cole, like that all they're killing it, man. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, Rhapsody, both that and Eve should be in my mon- honorable mentions. So as we go along here, we add some to them. And one I just forgot as well as I'm reading um, uh, some of the collaborators on my next pick. Um, I forgot to mention her. Her put out um, I Used to Love Her Part 1 and Part 2 this year, which she cli- or combined it into one album. And I probably listened to that album more than most albums uh, for the last couple of years too. So, But anyways, moving along. My next album, um, which is I'm into 2017 now, my first pick of 2017 
would be um, from a Canadian R&B singer, Daniel Caesar. His album, Freudian, which I have probably listened to a thousand times. <laughs> I, it's one of those albums that I just always go back to and never get sick of. Um, it's just really cool. I loved how he he kind of caught on to, he had a song called Get You with Caliucci's that um, really just took off on the internet and it got streamed like millions and millions of times and that set his career into the stratosphere and now he's doing big things um there's a lot of great great collabs on that album you got Caliucci's as I just mentioned her is on there with best part which was another really big song for him uh you got Sid on there from the internet Charlotte Day Wilson who I'm really waiting on a Charlotte Day Wilson project because her voice is fucking beautiful um yeah bad bad not good which is a really dope jazz hip-hop kind of band that i've been really into that i was fortunate enough to see here um at jazz fest in detroit one year um but yeah this album is just really good man it's just great great r&b music i love all the lyrical content uh there's some cool like acapella jams on there um i don't know man i just really really love it i think he ended up winning a grammy for best r&b performance off that from uh 2017 and yeah it's um just a really really good good piece of work so if you haven't listened to it yet i highly recommend going to check that one out and now back to you my friend all right so this was an honorable mention for you but it makes my list and because i i just off complete like listening like i i had this album on real rotation for a hot minute and by the way the number is 508 507 2209 by Jordan lucas yes sir oh man just from start to finish I lo- i'm a sucker for concept albums man Me too. hey this is Joyner. leave a message mm-hmm. at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. uh it starts off with that uh what was it Dude, ah, God, Ultrasound. Yeah. Starts off with Ultrasound. I think my favorite track on there is probably Winter, between Winter Blues and Fuck You Me with uh, with Mystical. Mystical, yeah. Uh, Winter Blues is my shit on there. That's my favorite song on there by far. I mean, just I'll start to fit. Like, this album has so many bangers on it. It's just so versatile. It has that one, like, kind of romantic song, like, Just Because. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. we actually had a chance to see Joyner live. Did I go with yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We were at Magic Stick. <laughs> yes, he was jumping in the crowd with us all. Yeah, Joyner puts on a hell of a show, by the way. And I'm so happy to see him blowing up right now. He had that whole crazy year with Eminem. Yep. Uh, yeah, Joyner can flat out wrap his ass off, and I'm really happy to see where he's going. This album was absolutely great. Came out in June 6, 2017, released by Atlantic Records, which, if you guys don't know, he currently is independent uh, in the process of releasing that album ADHD we'll that we're trying to wait on. fucking on. on. <laughs> um, I think it's also worth mentioning about Joyner and in a land of rapping that it's popular now to not really say shit, but just kind of have a vibey song. Joyner really puts out these well thought out concepts and deep songs and deep videos that go along with the songs. So I just really think that's um, something to be mentioned and um, really something that's cool. And I'm so happy you squashed that beef with Logic because I always like both of them. And then I did left Logic completely off of my uh, honorable mentions, but I will throw everybody on there as well as Young Sinatra 4 as well as up the Bobby Tarantino series. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Logic is dropping shitloads of music this decade, man. He's got a lot of projects out. And I just saw him in the uh, picture of him in the studio with Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow on Instagram today. Which Jack Harlow's a name I've been hearing a lot about. That should be another one of my honorable mentions. I forgot Jack Harlow's, uh, I forget the name of the album, but he put out some good shit this year too. But yeah, Joyner is 
fucking just the man, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy to see where his career is going and everything that's coming with it. Yep, me too. Um, and then on to my second album from 2017 is a rapper that's not as well known in the limelight, but I think is one of the most gifted and creative uh, rappers who kind of sits in the underground, but man, just releases nonstop awesome music. And that's Odyssey. Um, and he put out an album called The Iceberg in 2017. You've heard some of his tracks if you listen to this podcast, because I've played them on the top before. Um, all of his concepts are really well thought out. A lot of he'll get, he gets kind of political sometimes, but then he also will have these. I don't. He just has a lot of meaningful music, and I think that's really a I, same thing with Joiner. Is I really appreciate that about him. Like you can really get lost in one of his songs and the concepts of his songs. Um, you grew up as a great example of that, which we played here on the podcast, talking about um, growing up as a kid with his best friend being a white guy. But as they got older, their views on things began to veer off in different directions and kind of talks about how that can happen in life. And it's just a really, really deep song and a really deep album. Um, Odyssey is just just really great. And he hasn't had an album out since the iceberg. So I'm assuming that we might get one this year, hopefully. I'm hoping we get a 2020 Odyssey uh, release. So I'll be looking for that. Um, Yeah, that's, uh, I forget what number of album that is but he's been dropping music steady since like 2004 so he's got a lot of work out there so he's even, and he produces his own music too so he's got a, a few instrumental albums and then he's got he produces most of all of his own beats and his band is called the good company and they're really awesome too we saw them um me and a couple of my buddies sabs and sandberg saw them at the uh arabic american historical museum actually of all places which was a a strange venue because i'd never been there before but it was really cool it was a very small one so it was pretty sweet to see um so yeah that was my second album of 2017 and back to you Eman. real quick i have one more honorable mention i forgot about tech nine something else Mm, nice. I love that album to death, strictly for the fact that you know how big of a System of Down fan I am. Yes, sir. He has a track with uh, Serge Tannikin on there, Straight Out the Gate. Mm. So dope. He, he yeah, he before. has one with, uh, I mean, he has features from The Game on here. He has features from uh, Kendrick. Kendrick had that, that Fragile song oh, that's on there. Yeah. That shit was hard. That, yeah, that shit is loaded, bro. Uh, 2013, Tech 9, something else. Nice. That's honorable mention, but let's get into the one that's actually on my list. I decided to go mixtape. And not just any mixtape. I decided to go to Detroit Boys mixtape. Yeah. And not just any Detroit Boys mixtape. I decided to go with... Boy, Big Sean, finally <laughs> famous three. <laughs> 2010. Big Sean my list oh man, this is actually this is the only project, uh, honorable mention or not, that from Big Sean that does make my list. Yeah. Dark Side Paradise will be a close one, but I like yeah. this way fucking more. Yeah. Uh, dude, this out this mixtape from start to finish, produced by I mean, produced by Don Cannon. Well, this was my introduction Cannon. to that. No cannon, no cannon. <laughs> this was my introduction to Big Sean. Uh, straight up, I think this is like one of his first like two projects off of uh, Good Music because I know he had that Gong Gong Get You Some song yeah. that was not that great. Is he still on Good Music? Yes, okay. yes he is. I, wasn't cur- I was curious about that. I, I think sure. I think he's one of the few people left from like the original rollout. But yeah, uh, start to finish, final hour, meant to be hometown, which had that Adele sample on it. Uh, has a hell of Hella features on there. You got Bun B, Chip the Ripper, Currency, Chuck English, Asher Roth, Dom Kennedy, Boldy James, Detroit Boy, <laughs> Chitty Bang, Tyga, Drake, Mike Posner, 
uh, Michigan boy, Clinton Sparks, Cl- uh, Chris Brown, YG, Big Crit, and Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, yeah. This shit was low. And this was 2010. So this was before a lot of them were famous. When Asher Roths and Chitty Bang and People's Case, you know, we haven't heard much from Chitty them. Bang, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, man. I totally forgot about Chitty Bang. That's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. No, man. Start. To, like, I love, there's so many songs on here. Like, I, that, uh, well, my favorite track on there, I think, would still be that, uh, the tell a bitch to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a hoe. I have been the realest since the doc of my umbilical. 100 inch <laughs> dick, F and 20 pounds in it. Oh, so <laughs> oh man. Meant to be. Yeah, I love the, one of my favorite tracks on there. Uh, it really got me into Big Sean. really got me checking stuff out for him. And I really want him to drop this album that he's been teasing for the past few months. Yeah, this year, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I feel like it's I, gonna be the best one of his career. I do think that too, and I, I'm kind of wishy washy with Big Sean. I'm kind of back and forth. Sometimes I like him, sometimes I hate him. But he's a Detroit boy, so I, I kind of love him. He did have my favorite verse on uh, Detroit versus Everybody when that whole track came out with like Royce and Danny Brown and Dej Loaf and you know all the Detroit cats or whatever. So he he won that verse. So yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. Um, for me. Now we are back to 2016. My first pick from 2016 is the second appearance on my list from Anderson Pac with uh, his album Malibu. Oh, shit. Which is the album that got me into Anderson Pac. It's not his first uh, album. He had um, Venice before that. But man, Malibu, the first song that I ever heard from Anderson Pac was Am I Wrong by him and Schoolboy Q. And that sent me down the, the uh, wormhole. The wormhole for sure. Um, it's yeah, it's his second album, um, released on January fifteenth, two thousand fifteen, um, and at that time he would put out that other album, um, which would be an, another honorable mention with No Worries, um, him and Knowledge, and it's just man, every song on here is just ridiculous. <laughs> the whole album is just like such a perfect summer vibe. Um, you had the season carry me away, which was one of the singles. Am I wrong with Schoolboy Q? You had Room in Here with Sonia Elise. That's real kind of like a sexy, chill song. And then you had Come Down, which was like badass rocked out. Um, and I think that album, I think that might have gotten nominated for a Grammy too. But which I mean, one? Um, some of the tracks on- uh, Daytona did for sure. Yeah, you're right. Yep. And then uh, Dr. Dre's all over that album. DJ Premier was on that album. So you got some great production on there. And of course, you got his boys, um, the Free Nationals. Kay Trinado was producing on there. Mad Lib was producing on there. Ninth Wonder was producing on there. High Tech, the Drumheads, DJ Khalil. Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's just got Malibu. Like- I actually listened to it last night because I was teetering not whether to put that on my list or not, and that's why I was kind of like on the twenty two, twenty three range for yeah. me. Yeah, it was my introduction to Anderson Pac, and dude, I'm I'm so happy that I found out about his music because it's just such a good vibe. It's like, such it really a good is. vibe, it, man. He's just like he's got something for everything, and he's always so goddamn happy. It's just like yes, it's like infectious, man. Like you want, uh, he's one of my favorite Instagram accounts to follow because Malibu did get nominated for Grammy. You're right, yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah it really did. did. Yeah. I don't know why. Like you were looking at the artwork, and kind of looks like from my angle, it looks like the Daytona artwork. So that's why I said Daytona. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of does look like the, the Daytona. Very yeah, bottom yeah, 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 of it. You're right. That's so funny. Like we're talking about Daytona, I'm like no, that's, that's Malibu. But all right, it's funny. That's yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, so that was my first pick of 2016. So I actually went. Let's keep it in the city. Let's keep it in Detroit for this next one. All right. All right. So one of my favorite albums of that yeah. year. 
Shaq! <laughs> uh, I feel like this is a very underrated album from a very underrated rapper, from a very talented... I mean, just... Uh, dude, I can't say enough about Danny Brown, man. Uh, Danny Brown Triple X. So fucking good. 2011, the first release of him off of Fool's Gold. Uh, you know, with... Uh, what's his face from Fool's... What's the, what's the guy? Uh... A track, yeah, the New York boy. No, dude, I I love this album a lot. It's all it's so all over the place, so trippy. Like Danny Brown's production, and I love this. This is why I like Danny Brown, especially in the city of Detroit. When you think of Detroit, you always think about those like kind of like similar like trap drums, like your you know like your mm-hmm. T Grizzly or your Sada Baby, or even let's go back to like a like a Blade Icewood or something like that, like yep. that similar thing. He does some shit just totally different, man. It's not, you know, like, <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, man. It's like EDM, like, just mix of everything. It's just a fusion of just good shit. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of this. He got, you know, this is like his Bruiser Brigade days. He got, like, uh, Chips and Dope Head on this album. Uh, one of my favorite moments about this album was uh, Live 4, that track. Every time I get my taxes back, I play that song. It's been a, it's been like a, it's literally <laughs> been a tradition for me. Every time I get my income tax, like I got that income tax, swag, that income tax, swag. <laughs> nah, man, it's uh, yeah, I, I really am a big fan of Danny Brown. I'm, like his last album, uh, you know what I'm saying? Didn't didn't make my honorable mention list. However, it could have easy that not Atroc- atrocity exhibition as well could have too. Yep. Uh. But I'm I'm such a big fan of this album, straight to finish, man. Uh oh, by the way, a podcast alumni, Nick Speed, actually had a hand in production this, by the way. Oh yeah. That's like, right. yeah. I totally forgot about that shit, man. Yeah, shout out Nick Speed. He's uh one of our favorite he was one of our favorite podcast guests of this year, man. He did a great job on our show. That was one we did at the Foundation Hotel down in Detroit. Yes, we did. Um but yeah, that's a great album. I honestly think this album was just ahead of its time, man. I came out in the wrong period of hip hop. So that's why I kind of feel like it went under the radar a little bit. Uh-huh. But it, dude, for real hip hop heads, they know us up. With that was the song. first time I saw him live too. Was when he was touring that album, the Triple X album. So yeah, that's kind of what got me into him. Was the live show coming off of that album? I think I saw it at Bonnaroo actually, um, twenty eleven or something like that. Twenty or what else? Was it twenty eleven? Twenty eleven. Yep. Yeah. yeah. August 15, 2011. First yep. produced off of or from Fool's Gold. A track. Nice. Well, back um, to you, sir. Back to me. My second album of two thousand sixteen. Uh, as near and dear to me as well because I am a gigantic David Bowie fan and Black Star came out in 2016 just before he passed away. Um, and it was kind of crazy how he did that album because he just planned it around his death. He didn't tell anybody about his cancer. He recorded some of this album from his bed because he was so sick, but he really like planned it with the music videos and the concept of the album and it was just really beautiful. It was kind of emotional for me to listen to the album, honestly, because he had passed away by the time it came out. Um, and I, that's when I listened to it, which was crazy to me. I listened to it at work, and it was just like, it came out like right after on his 69th dude, birthday, I think. I was literally, I was talking to Lindsay last night. I was like, I was looking at him like, I did not spend enough time with this album to rank it. Oh, man. I, so I did good. not spend enough time I, with it. And I wanted and it. spend some more time with it for sure. And which also is crazy because Black Star is David Bowie's 25th studio Jesus album. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it was released worldwide on RCA, Columbia, and Sony. Um, and coinciding with his 69th birthday, the album was largely recorded secret between the magic shop and human uh worldwide studios in new york city 
with David Bowie's longtime uh, co-producer Tony Visca- or Visconti and um, New York saxophonist Donnie Masklin. Um, it was or two days. So yeah, he did. Yeah, he died of liver cancer two days after the album came out, which is fucking crazy. And if you've seen the video um, for which I forget what track it was for, the video is like kind of him in his bed and it's just i don't know it's it's really crazy to me um it ended up being this the fifth best-selling album of the entire year worldwide it hit the belt where it got on the billboard charts and it's now sold like over two million copies um it won grammys it's i mean it got grammys for best rock performance best recording package best rock song <laughs> best alternative music album best engineered album Best non-classical album. All <laughs> like, the awards. All the shit. David Bowie, I think, really, to me, is just like what music should be all about. The guy reinvented himself a million times. He reinvented his sound a million times. I just think he's like one of the most awesome musicians ever. He's who I, one of the people I look up to the most because he was constantly evolving and changing and being creative all the way Don't up. Don't forget, man. He was a Goblin King. So he's Goblin King. Goblin King. Ziggy Stardust, he was all of it, man. He was uh, a one of a kind. There's never going to be another one like Bowie, in my opinion. No, so. no, there won't. David Bowie, you get my second pick from 2016. God rest your soul, I miss you. All right, so I believe this is an honorable mention for you, and he was already talked about twice on this thing so far, and he's probably going to get caught up one more time. I can already say it. Uh, I'm gonna go to 2013. This was like one of the craziest days for me when this album came out because two other of my favorite albums that actually ranked this list came out. Uh, Jesus came out that year in 20, yep. same day. Born Center came out that same day. And then my number 12th pick, Mac Miller watching movies with the sound off, came out with that same day. From everything about this album, from the album cover where the parental advisory signs covering his dick, first of all, which I thought was hilarious at the time, to the fact that just like this is like one of the most exper- like more experimental albums he's done. Uh, it was just a really solid like solid album straight through. Uh, this was like one of the first ones I actually like really really got into Mac. So, I mean, I listen to kids, I listen to Best Day Ever, stuff like that. I'm like, okay. Then he started getting into like this more experimental production, like kind of like how like Flylo does, which I guess he did under his alias Larry Fisherman. If you guys are familiar with that, that was Mac Miller's alias, his production. Uh, this was a great album straight through. Features from Earl Sweatshirt. You had Diplo, Tyler Creator, Flying Lotus, uh, Claims Casino, Chunk English, Pharrell uh yeah it was a great album straight through man mac's definitely missing his devolution of hip-hop uh we decided that we are going to make this a two-part episode just because we're running a little bit over time yes sir yes we are um yeah because we still have about let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine so we still got half of the albums left anyways so we will continue this next week with part two of our top 20 um and my it'll be continued into 2015 so uh yeah we will catch you next week and for everything else we will have the episode 62 and 63 up here within the next couple days for you um quick shout out we want to mention our boy dre dav's album finally came out um paradise Paradise sky he was having some disputes with um sample clearance but he finally got it up, so it's all on an all streaming platform. So you can go check that out. Um, 
and I'm excited to listen to it. I thought I was going to today at work, but it was insanely busy at work. So I'm going to listen to that on the way home right now. So, uh, to end this tonight, I'm going to play a little track off of, um, Beck's new album actually called hyperspace, which I've been pretty into. Um, so here's that. And we will catch you with the other half of our list next week. Peace. Peace.